There are a few things that engender a greater feeling of frustration and helplessness than when we start to get sick. When we start to recognize the comings of a cold or the flu or something like that, it's really frustrating because we know it's coming and there's nothing we can do about it. Ironically enough, though, when we start to get sick, we often start to act in a more healthy or a healthier way than we were before. We go to bed earlier, we drink more fluids, we go to the, the drugstore and get what we need for the coming onslaught of the cold or something along those lines. We prepare, we read the signs, and when we get sick, we get that wonderful and glorious feeling of going to the medicine cabinet and finding what we need. Because if, we've ever, if you've ever been that person who in the middle of a cold or a flu has had to go to the drugstore with your head in a vice and delirious, you know how frustrating that can be. A few years ago when I first got here, after Christmas, I got the flu. And after about a day of not sleeping and being delirious, I went to our medicine closet up on the second floor of the rectory and discovered that every single medicine had expired about seven years ago. <laughs> that is not an exaggeration. And I had to traipse over to the CVS, and I, I, don't even know, I don't even remember anything of it. It was just kind of this delirious experience that I had, you know, of getting that medicine. So now, every fall, I make sure that we have a, in our medicine cabinet, you know, all that we would need for flu and for cold, right? It's helped me prepare better. Advent is a season of preparation for Christmas. We know, as we heard in the scriptures, that Jesus is coming. And yet, oftentimes, Advent, these next four weeks, are the craziest, busiest, and least godly weeks of our entire year. Yes, they're filled with friends and family, but by the time we get to Christmas, we're almost so happy that it's come that we can move on and be done with it. And that is exactly the opposite of what we're trying to do here this season. And this is exactly the opposite reason why Jesus came into this world. Now, before I go any further, this is not going to be a war on Christmas homily. I don't know what that means because I don't watch TV news. But I do want you to take this away. That this is a case for the importance of Advent. That the church gives us this wonderful penitential preparational season so that Christmas means something more. Because as we heard in the readings, it is a historical reality that God became one of us. As we heard in the first reading from Jeremiah, the days are coming. And we know in faith that that day came in Bethlehem. We also heard from Jesus in the Gospel that People will die of fright in anticipation of what is coming. There will be signs in the sun and the moon and the stars and on earth. We know that Jesus will come again. But there's also the reality of this, is that Jesus comes into our life each and every day through prayer, through the sacraments, through works of mercy, kindness, and generosity and charity. This is why Jesus tells us in the Gospel, be vigilant all times and pray. Because He is coming, and we don't know when. And oftentimes when we are 
most attentive to him, we recognize that he comes as he came to the prophet Elijah in the first book of Kings. Not in the fire or the earthquake or the tornado, but in the still, small voice of that gentle breeze. In the second reading from St. Paul's letter to the Thessalonians, we hear why Jesus came into this world and continues to come into this world, into our hearts, into our lives, into our relationships, so that we might increase and abound in love for one another and for all. Jesus is coming. We have this season to prepare for that, to change our lives. And I'll give you three very simple ways that we can go about doing that this ad, or doing this during this Advent season. The first is go to confession. Prepare your heart by getting rid of all the things that weigh you down, all those sins, all those transgressions, all that ugliness and brokenness. This Wednesday, we will hear confessions here in the church from 4 until 9 p.m., and if there's a line at 9 p.m., I can guarantee you I will be here until the last confession is heard, and there will be more priests here who will guarantee you the same thing. Come and have the burden of sin lifted off your heart. Second thing, Pray every day. And I'm not just talking about, you know, saying your morning prayers, your evening prayers. Those are great and wonderful. I exhort you to continue those. But give the Lord 15 minutes of silence. Whether that be reading scripture or a spiritual book or sitting before the blessed sacrament. But give him 15 continuous, uninterrupted, technology-free minutes. And see what he does in your heart. And the last thing, and perhaps the one that might seem the least consistent with the others, is take some time for leisure. The Lord speaks often and most clearly to us when we are relaxing, when we are taking the burdens off, when we're going for a walk in the woods, when we're not listening to all the music and all the things that go on, but we're just enjoying someone's company. Going and having a cup of coffee and sitting and talking and listening and having that relationship taking the dog for a much-needed walk. Take some time to just have some fun without the pressure of putting on a party or making the best Christmas cookies or all the other things that come with this season. As I mentioned at the beginning, when we feel the inklings of a cold, when we feel the inklings of sickness, we start to change. We find the medicine. And we prepare for the coming of that illness. God has given us the signs and the wonders in our life. This is the season to prepare our hearts, to prepare our minds, to prepare our souls, so that when He comes at Christmas, we can rejoice in Him. But even more so than that, when He comes each and every day, when He comes in that still, small voice, we are listening. We are ready, and we walk with him. Jesus says at the very end of the gospel, pray that you have the strength to escape the tribulations that are imminent and to stand before the Son of Man. Now is the time. Now is the season.